You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home abroad and we're talking about the British Irish Family History Society of Greater Ottawa annual conference which is coming up uh, later on in the month and of course it is virtual so it starts on September 19th and it runs not just for a weekend, it runs over a week this year. And the website, in order to get your registration in there, is bifhsgo2021.ca. And uh, we are going to have a chat with Dr. Edmund Gilbert. And Ed is a postdoctoral researcher based at the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland. And he has a PhD in population, genetics and genomics uh, from the Royal College of Surgeons and uh, the University of Medical and Health Sciences. And he will be talking about, and this is one of the things I'm uh, interested in finding out about as well, is the Irish DNA Atlas Project. And uh, over to you, Ed. Thanks a million for coming along. Delighted to have you here. Thank you for inviting me, Austin. Um, yeah, so I'll be talking about the Irish DNA Atlas for the conference. So the Atlas is... Uh, a DNA cohort um, uh, uh, of individuals with regional Irish ancestry from across the island of Ireland. Um, and uh, it's a unique resource because it combines both genealogical data um, that's been collected by our partners at the Genealogical Society of Ireland, uh, as well as genetic data that we've collected um, here at RCSI. And together with that genealogical data and that genetic data, we've used the Atlas as a really powerful tool to understand uh, the genetic history and landscape of Ireland, um, both uh, for several years as well as in the future. So for the talk, what I'll be doing is providing a quick overview on the genetic concepts that we work with within population genetics um, to give a, a context uh, that's a little bit outside uh, uh, classic family genetic genealogy. And then I'll be giving an overview of the Irish DNA Atlas, uh, what exactly it is, how we recruit, that might be of interest, as well as the sort of data that we have, so sort of genealogical data and genetic data. And then, of course, I'll be getting onto the really interesting stuff is what we found using the Irish DNA Atlas in various different locations um, and what that's taught us about Irish uh, population history. Uh, both inside Ireland and outside of Ireland. And then uh, hopefully I'll be wrapping up with some kind of hints to what we're doing in the future to show that the Irish DNA Atlas is an ongoing uh, project uh, and it's kind of like a, a living record of, uh, of Irish DNA in history. Um, so I hope that everyone that listens to it is going to be really interested. And uh, yeah, and I hope, uh, it'll, hope it'll go well. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Um, the word Atlas conjures up mapping. Yes, it does. Um, so, so um, if, if um, you get my DNA, will I be able to look at the atlas and kind of say, oh, that's where we came from? So, for the Irish DNA atlas, we have, yeah, we, we have birth locations for, so each individual was quick, uh, a, a, a quick preview of the recruitment. So, each individual has... Um, uh, is recruited because they have all eight of their great-grandparents born within the same geographic region of Ireland. Typically, it's about 50 kilometers within, you know, within eight of those eight great-grandparents. And so all we can do is take the average of those geolocations and, and give assign that individual kind of an average uh, genealogical location within Ireland. And therefore, we can, we can run genetic analyses and plot genetics over the landscape of Ireland, which we've, we've used to show some really 
kind of uh, provoking images of the map, of, of an atlas of the genetic the genetic atlas of, of Ireland. Um, and so one of those well, parts of those analyses are um, identifying discrete genetic groups or clusters or mm-hmm. subpopulations or communities, however you want to call them. Um, and yeah, so if your if your genetic ancestors or genealogical ancestors rather are from those locations, you can kind of look at the map of the Irish DNA atlas and see uh, what kind of genetic group that you belong to or that you have at least affinity to. Because of course these genetic groups aren't well. One interesting and sometimes challenging things with working with Irish DNA is that uh, the island is. Um, there aren't you know, there aren't uh, massive mountain ranges within Ireland, for example, and so the the boundaries between genetic groups are very fuzzy within Ireland, which is a really interesting uh, facet of the population. Um, and so these groups are yeah um, you can uh, if you're if you're in the atlas you can kind of look towards the location where your ancestors are from and see how you relate to the the, the overall genetic landscape of Ireland. What I found fascinating about what you just said was, you know, where the, the lines are fuzzy. The thing about the, the Irish in many ways is people can actually pin down where somebody is from based on their accent. Yes. Uh, and here you're telling me the genealogical background can be fuzzy or the DNA can be fuzzy, but somebody can tell the parish that someone comes from because of the way they speak. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, so the the genetic groups, so, uh, yeah, to the genetic groups that we identify in our analyses are obviously discrete groups, as in mm-hmm. uh, you can either be in that group or not. But even then, when we when we cluster our individuals in the atlas uh, with other Irish individuals and then map them on the island, the, the distribution of these of these communities within Ireland are are surprisingly geographically bounded, as in like it's um, it's always surprising whenever we we run the analysis or rerun with different parameters or with new data, um, and just how uh, just how visually uh, obvious some of these groups appear to be. And now, you know, uh, the clustering makes them appear a little bit more obvious than they would be naturally because, you know, everyone's a, uh, all your populations are gradients of genetic ancestries. You know, you're kind of, you're more of a mixture between the genetic ancestry of northern, or the north of Ireland and the south of Ireland, for example. But yeah, it's it's still, it's still incredible to see those maps. I, I always remember like the, the first version of that map that we produced as part of my PhD, uh, even like, you know, one or two years into the PhD, and it was just, it was amazing, like it was incredible. <laughs> so uh, when someone comes along to your presentation, I'm sure you'll be supporting it with some visuals that will yes. illustrate, of course, because when it comes to mapping, you need to see some of the visuals. Yeah. Um, this is, yeah. So Ed, again, to give a time on your talk, it is at 4 p.m. on Saturday, the 25th of September. And the website, if you want to register, is bifhsgo2021.ca, and you get all the details there. It's an action-packed and a full agenda running through the whole week, lots of interesting stuff. And, uh, Ed, I want to thank you for taking the time. It's been fascinating meeting you, and uh, you, you certainly make the whole topic sound something that I'd want to learn more about. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's it's a great topic and it's just a pleasure to talk about. <laughs>